All right, we're fucking doing it. <laughs> so I am here with Ashley for our first podcast episode, my first podcast episode, and Ashley is my best friend of a few years now, and <laughs> she giggles as I say that. <laughs> and we were talking the other night, and last night actually, and it felt like a conversation, a raw and deep vulnerable conversation that we felt like other women, other people really needed to hear at this time, this time of transition. And so basically, we're just going to get into it. We're going to get into kind of like our story together and see where it flows, see where it flows. So Ashley, do you want to say anything? Hello. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say that I'm nervous to get it off my chest and now I feel better for the rest of the conversation. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Part of mine and Ashley's journey together has been she has lent me a lot of power in my journey, I think. Power and strength and kind of motivation to go after my dreams. And I think you could share. What have I lent you? you've done the same exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you've done the same exactly. Yeah. So this is really fun because for those of my followers who have kind of followed us for a little while or connected with us for a little while... Ashley and I went on this journey around February. Was it February? Yeah, we left February 16th. February 16th of 2021, beginning of this year. And we were planning a road trip for two weeks. (laughs) And it ended up being a six-week road trip with a beautiful retreat in Sedona. We traveled throughout Colorado, Utah, New Mexico, Arizona, Mm -hmm. Texas, we really fucking went for it. (laughs) And that was a journey of faith for us in the beginning because we left, I left with, do you remember how much money I had? Collectively, we left with like 500 bucks. Yeah. (laughs) And we left saying, you know, we would love to make this luxurious, but if we have to, we'll sleep in the car and in tents. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to make this work. We're going to make this happen. Yeah. So we chose life. And and I I tell everyone this because we chose life over fear. And I think that's a big part of both of our journeys and both of us. Like ascending and healing and stepping into our power is we continuously choose life over fear. So we left with $500 between the two of us. I knew I was expecting a little bit of money, like enough to like survive, but nothing major. So we packed a tent just in case. We ended up only staying in the tent two nights. Was it two? Only two. No. Once in Colorado. Only once. And then one time we slept in the car. Okay. We slept in the car the first time we got to Colorado. And then we slept in a tent at a hot springs in Colorado. Worst night of my fucking life. It was so fucking cold. And <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> Ashley runs warmer than my Vata ass for anyone uh, familiar with Ayurveda. But... Long story short, on this journey, I made the most amount of money I had ever made through my business. I was accessing $10,000 months. We were hitting a high. Mm -hmm. And do you want to tell them about your high that you experienced? Yeah, for me, um, my golden birthday was the end of last year in December. And Tell I, everyone what a golden birthday is. A golden birthday is when you turn... So I turned 24 on the 24th. So, like, that's a golden birthday. You turn 30 on the 30th, whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
I heard from my guides or I made a commitment to myself with my guides that the most important work that I'm going to do this year is the work that I do on myself. With your spiritual guides? With my spiritual guides. Yeah. <laughs> do I need to preface those things? I don't know. I don't know what type of people <laughs> are going to want to listen. But yes, yeah, uh, so with okay. your spiritual guides. Yeah. Um, so that's exactly what I did. And I went from being like hyper-masculine the majority of my life. Like I had an $8,000 month in December. And then early in January had a extreme loss. I had an abortion. And after that kind of like went on the opposite of the spectrum and went fully into my femme. Super femme. <laughs> so fully into my femme. <laughs> and this trip kind of allowed that healing to happen and allowed me to go on that opposite and my partner ended up supporting me throughout the trip so that we could have a lovely this, partner. Yeah, so we could have this amazing adventure and it was just like healing on every single level. Yeah. So Ashley like she experienced this super feminine high being taken care of and my it's funny because Ashley and I have always polarized each other. Mm-hmm. Um so normally what she's experiencing I'll experience the opposite. And it was really an activation for my masculine energy, which I had avoided for quite some time. So we bring this up because we both accessed a new height, a new high, if we'll call it, a new um, joyous expansion that that allowed more light, essentially, to come into our bodies and into our lives, allowed more abundance, more joy. Traveling will do that to you. I'm sure you guys, most of the, the listeners probably know, like, Traveling is super expansive and super yummy. And for me, it yeah. felt like they, they talk about like, oh, being liberated. And mm-hmm. on this trip, I felt what liberation was like fully for the very first time. Like yeah. I 100% felt liberated, free, mm-hmm. like myself, more myself than I ever felt in my entire life. And what do you, is that because you're being taken care of by your partner? Is that because? I think it was every single day. It being new mm. and being able to meet in that newness of however I want to be. And however I want to be is who I was in that moment. And mm. that was perfect. Yeah. No. And we're like not stuck in an environment. Right. We're not attached. I think that's – so when I had left um, for the road trip, I didn't have any plans to make more money. I knew I had other money coming in from prior commitments, prior clients. But – I didn't have any like, okay, this is my next step to make more money. And then we were in Arkansas about maybe, that was about a week, two weeks into the journey. And I got this download, like, make this course and call it Sacred Body Wisdom, right? So I was working with the divine, with my guides, and they were just like, make this six-week live course. I made it. I had five people sign up. I made it over $10,000. It was so easeful to create. I felt so in my power. I felt liberated. That's why I felt so inspired. And then we had a ton, tons of experiences over the trip. That's for another conversation. I think we bring this up because that was a high. The highest of highs. The highest of yeah. highs that we both have experienced. And then the past few months have maybe polarized that. Yeah. Like... Although I feel prepared for this level of darkness and this level of lack of control, um, they definitely have been, you know, not that. <laughs> definitely not that. Not that. Yeah. Not that at all. So do you want to go into any of your story around that? Um, 
Well, I feel like we could both just start with, for the past year, we've been living together. We've been roommates. Yeah. It's been fucking amazing. I love waking up and talking to my best friend every day. Mm-hmm. And our lease is up here in two weeks. And yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. Fuck. Two weeks. <laughs> and we both kind of don't know where we're going to live. That's a good point <laughs> to bring up. Yeah. The best option that, the option that looks likely for both of us. I don't know if it's the best option. Yeah. But the option that seems likely for both of us right now is having to be with our parents. Yeah. Move, move home with our parents temporarily until finding that new space to live. Right. And. I would like me and my partner are looking to buy a house, so like that's gonna be great. But we all know how the housing market is right now, so mm-hmm. yeah. I don't For those who that. don't know about the housing market, <laughs> it's really hard to buy a house, and people are like outbidding each other out the ass because you know economic things that I don't know about. But yeah, that's a real thing. I just know it's hard. <laughs> I just we know from our minor adult lives. Yeah. Um, Ashley, it was you that was talking about being an adult, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about being an adult earlier. And I was like, but, like, am I an adult? Because I don't have a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sold my car right before our road trip um, to pay off some debt um, with my grandmother. And so, one, I don't have a car because, if you didn't know, cars are also, like, double their price right now almost. I don't have a house in a month. I don't have a house to be you know, because I'm saying how I do September. So I don't have a house starting mid-September. <laughs> um, am I an adult? Like, am I really? And I think this is an important conversation to have around, like, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, I have this ego thing I'll share of, like, okay, I talk about money and I talk about whatever your dream life right and don't get me wrong my life is fucking amazing right but also sometimes it fucking sucks like everyone's life like sometimes I'm just in the shit and I don't feel like things are gonna work out and yeah I I I don't have a car I'm feeling a little bit of like lack of control around that I'm feeling a little bit of like you know ego shots around that and it's this like attachment to identity a little bit you know Mm -hmm. like this like I always said I would never move back home but like I might have to live at home for a month or two until I find the right place I also don't know where I want to fucking live like my boyfriend is just moving to to where I live in Florida and I'm like I don't know I kind of want to travel (laughs) you know but I also want to be by him so it's this interesting, like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. I don't know where I want to live. How am I going to transport myself with no car, only Uber? And, yeah, it feels very, like, either what the fuck or, oh, my God, a mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, I go back and forth depending on the day. Yeah, and for me, um, I'm three months pregnant, so my entire life is changing, and it's really exciting and kind of scary all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, like, moving into my parents' house at almost four months pregnant does not sound like a great time, but it seems like it's going to be the best option right now until my partner and I find our house. And I'm feeling kind of, like, lack of control from 
Okay. I guess I just start where I start. Like, you know, I don't know where I start. <laughs> Vulnerable um, stories meet hard. Yeah. So <laughs> be hard. gracious with us. We are slowly opening up like a flower. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just trying to like look at you and like pretend it's not there, but it's like, you know. Anyways, um, so I wanted to have a natural as possible pregnancy go to the doctor as least amount as I possibly could just to make sure everything else can, it was okay and then not go ever again. Natural water birth, no, you know, the full granola hippie way. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, like yeah, the hippies yeah, do. The full granola like, hippie way. Like natural, yeah, body's like, wisdom takes care of it. Like catch my own baby in the tub type shit, you know what I mean? Eat the placenta type yeah, shit. I'm still going to do that. Okay, I'm still yeah, going to yeah. do that. <laughs> But I went to the doctor for my first visit um, that 10 weeks just to make sure that everything was okay. Mm -hmm. And the doctor said it looked like it might not be that it looked like the baby has a birth defect. Um, and they're sending me to a high-risk doctor. And my not wanting to go to the doctor except for a couple times is now looking like every two weeks. <laughs> and yeah. Um, so I had a lot of processing with that and I guess just like I fully went into my baby is going to be born with a birth defect. Let's like, talk about tensegrity. I think that's the next step. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So to explain the process of, of my process. Yeah. So basically like to give some context into how this would be really like applicable to a person's life. Like we're faced with the unknown mm -hmm. a lot. We're faced with issues where we don't have control over like not having a house, like our baby, a baby, not having the health you expect. Um, things not working out as planned, right? And there's a path that you have always talked about and, and I'm learning now too, mm -hmm. which I didn't believe in fully before, <laughs> but now I'm coming to see it's really fucking true. And Ashley will explain it better, but it's this word tensegrity. And I believe tensegrity is a path to pulling back our true power mm -hmm. and manifesting the desired timeline or the desired experience. So go ahead and tell them about tensegrity and how it's applied to this situation for you. Okay. So... I'm not going to explain it the best, but basically tensegrity is like a scientific principle that was created by Buckminster Fuller. Okay. And long story short, tension is necessary for things to happen. If you think of a triangle that's fully balanced, the tension between each point, each point is required for it to be like a balanced triangle. To be a thing. To be a thing. So in what I found in my manifesting, in my just life in general, I have to fully go into what I want and my greatest desire, right? That's one point, fully feeling like the fuck, yeah, this is amazing mm -hmm. before it happens. And then I fully go into darkness of this is going to be like the worst situation possible, basically. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, fully feel that pain. And from that, it allows me to be neutral to allow that third point of what's actually destined to happen, what's actually going to happen, manifest the way that it's supposed to, the way that it's meant to. The way that it's supposed to. I love how you say because there's, like, supposed to is an interesting word, um, an interesting phrase to use, but if we're too highly attached to the positive outcome, 
there might be lessons in the negative, mm-hmm. right, that we might have to learn, and we might not get what we want from the positive outcome. If we're too highly, like, in the negative outcome, we could be, like, blocking our manifestations, mm-hmm. right? So so fully feeling the polarity does allow us to come to this, like, neutral um, middle space that is more clear, I think. It's not excitable to the nervous system or fearful to the nervous system. It's, like, grounded. Right. So... Tell everyone how that applies to my situation. Your right situation now. right now, because I think it's a beautiful lesson. So, in this situation, so the doctor's appointment right. happens. The doctor gives me this prognosis, and they say, you know, let's pray for a miracle here. There is a chance that you can go to this high risk doctor, and they say everything's fine. So, first, I fully went into the pain um, morning, imagining what life was going to be like taking care of a disabled child and having a little baby that needs surgeries the first couple years of its life and what people are going to think of me and what kind of mother I am and what kind of karma I have that created this kind of situation and just full spiral full spiral down into darkness and then on the opposite end thinking about um what Sam presented to me Joe Dispenza meditations and how like he healed his own body through meditation, healed his own spine through meditation and how I can do inner work and like manifest healing and manifest like the best situation possible, manifest a perfectly healthy baby. Visualizing me going to, I'm visualizing me going to this high risk doctor, which I finally have my appointment for on Friday, which is two days from now, mm-hmm. um, going into this appointment and the doctor laughing, like, why are you here? Like, everything's good. Mm-hmm. And this kind of just being like a big mix up, maybe my doctor was just being extra cautious. Mm-hmm. And now that I've fully felt into both of those things, I'm feeling more neutral for my appointment Friday. Honestly, in this moment, I'm feeling more scared. <laughs> I am honestly feeling kind of scared in this moment because it's coming up now again. I've been in this space for the past almost month now, three weeks to a month. Yeah. Well, the time's coming closer of answers. Right. So I feel like that's natural just to the nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you were able to access a form of neutrality. Right. I've, I felt pretty neutral about it. And... I, I do feel neutral about it because I know in the long run, like, if my baby's perfectly healthy, bless. I'm so fucking grateful. If my baby does need some kind of surgeries or whatever, then I understand that their soul chose that. And mm-hmm. maybe in a past life, this baby took care of me. And now it's my karmic. Now it's like a pr- privilege of me to be able to return Your that karmic lessons. favor. Yeah. 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 For anyone, real quick pause, I'm not sponsored, by the way, even though I recommend this book to every single human alive. We're talking about like soul karma, soul contracts, past life stuff. If you're curious about that at all, look up the book Journey of Souls. I forget who it's by. I've been trying to get Ashley to read this book forever, but (laughs) she'll read it when it's perfectly timed. It is the best book ever truthfully about this um, conversation just quick pause on that and I think it brings a lot of uh, peace and harmony to any situations you're dealing with now so yeah I I really love that and to bring it to anyone's situation now like I'll apply to integrity to mine as well 
I went into the full like I'm going to be in the the chaos of my family. <laughs> I, I'm I'm super energetically sensitive, obviously, um, considering the work that I do, the shamanic healing work and the intuitive work. So there has been a lot of resistance to be around, you know, like childhood situations, like living with family, especially um, when family can be really triggering, right? And I'm 24 years old, like. I've avoided this shit for a while since I went to college at 18. And I fully went into it. I was like, so my tensegrity of going into darkness was like, well, I'll just have to move home and I'll just be in a small ass room sharing with my little sister, um, my nine year old sister. And I'll just maybe I'll sleep outside in the tent and I'll only come inside to take a shit and shower and cook. (laughs) Maybe I'll even cook outside. I don't know. How am I going to do my work? I'm never going to have alone time. I'm going to feel stressed out. My business is going to fail because I'm not going to be energetically aligned and all these fucking things, right? And I, what I got to see in the tentegrity, which I want you to share what you saw in your darkness too, is that actually I was afraid of losing my control of my environment. I was afraid that, because as a child, like I tried to control my environment. That was my my thing is like, let me control. And this actually, this conversation, just to give you guys a little preface, we're gonna tie this into like how collectively, like COVID things and like all the things happening in the world on a collective level for the next like 50 years. But <laughs> that's what we do. Because like, why not? um try to predict the future but what i'm getting at is as a kid i learned to try and externalize control externalize power and so if the environment was not right i would not feel right right so i was afraid to go into my family's home the environment not feel right and it affects me right but that's externalizing my power my strength when really that can be like a strength within and nothing outside of me affect me. What about you? Well. <laughs> she goes, well. Yeah, you can see my face. Yeah. Um, what were the lessons in the dark side of tensegrity? Acceptance. Acceptance, okay. Just like acceptance that I can't control everything. Yeah, again, the lack of control because from the beginning, from the moment I found out I was pregnant, I was constantly looking up like what I should. She eat. went crazy. I went. I went crazy. <laughs> I every single thing before I put it in my mouth, I would look it up. Um, is a safer pregnancy? I looked up. Could I take a bath during pregnancy? Just <laughs> like next level, like obsession. Obsession. Because I just want to make sure that I'm going to be a good mom before when I'm even like, well, I guess I'm kind of a mom now. And I don't know. It's I don't know. It's it weird. I'm still pregnant, but um, I just want to make sure I was going to be a good mom from like the beginning and like be the best pregnant person I could be. I've always wanted to just be the best, you know, be really good. I'm, I'm a Capricorn stellium, so I just want to be on top. You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, I, I guess like I wanted to be the best mother I could be and the lack of control was that, like, I can't control the kind of mother I'm going to be. I just have to be myself. Yeah. I just have to be myself. And being myself is going to be how I become the best 
I'm doing the little quotation air quotes, air quotes, yeah, quote unquote, the best, the best mom I can be is just by being myself. Yeah. yeah. So another lesson, and also like we have a friend who's kind of like in a similar situation where she doesn't have a house, she doesn't have a car, she got money in the bank though, mm-hmm. but like not trying to spend it yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I found out our friend also was in the same position, I'm like, oh, this must be like it. It actually goes. What did you say? You, she goes, it must be in the planets or something. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said. Typical conversation in this household. It yeah. must be something with the planets. But truthfully, like, what I... My theory... My theory is, collectively, we're taking back our sovereignty mm-hmm. from external control. We are learning to be strong no matter what is happening mm-hmm. outside of us. So... In, I have a new program coming up for those of you who don't know. It's Heal Your Relationship to Money, Men, and God. But I bring that up because within my research for basically how to do that in my past couple years and really coming to like the most potent practices, I found that within the root energetic template, so some people would call that the root chakra, or the sacral energetic template, if we don't feel safe in the root energy... What happens is it throws us off balance and within the sacral energy, we develop this thing around controlling duality. So we try to control our physical reality. We try to control like, I want the good, not the bad, please Mm -hmm. and thank you. But that only happens when we don't feel safe no matter what, right? So like, do I feel safe not having a home? If I don't feel safe, if I feel like my business is gonna fail, I'll try to control. Mm-hmm. So it's not the control, I think, that we have to fix. I think it's the safety. Yeah. Not fix, but heal. Like, call back to ourselves that I'm fucking safe no matter what. I'm fucking okay. Like, God's got me. The divine intelligence has got me. Whatever word, universe, whatever word you want to use for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And you got something? long pause long pause I feel like I do but you know like honoring the channels yeah yeah it's listen to our silence (laughs) it's the safety that is the root of everything how do you feel like this is happening collectively well collectively you know look around and whether or you do or you don't wear a mask you're seen you're deemed as safe or unsafe whether or not you choose to take the vaccine or you don't choose the vaccine having to make the judgment of is that safe for me and on a collective level everybody is questioning their safety every time they leave their house they're questioning is what i'm doing safe am i making other people feel safe Mm. am i not making other people feel safe exactly am i infringing on other people's safety yeah other people's sovereignty Mm. and that's like collectively we're restructuring our root chakra yeah and that safety yeah or lack of yeah i definitely think we're finding a new form of safety and sovereignty in the root energy for everyone right and i really it's so interesting because it's all perspective mm-hmm. right and you can see how people are trying to control other people because they don't feel safe right like what a beautiful example like 
people who don't have the vaccine are trying to, I mean, people who do have the vaccine are trying to control people who don't have the vaccine, right. and they're trying to tell people to get it. People who don't have the vaccine are trying to tell people, you're dumb for getting the vaccine, and right. trying to control those people. But what's interesting, and personally, do whatever the fuck you want. I think different souls came here for different lessons, so truthfully, like, if you're meant to get the vaccine, you're meant to get it. If you're not, you're not. If you're, you know? Consequences are your souls, your souls only. But what I think is interesting is that it's simply like a perspective. But still, at the same time, people are genuinely afraid. So I see why they're trying to control. They're genuinely afraid. And like micro macro level, like this is the macro level of what's going on collectively. I'm thinking now of myself, like, yeah, I'm afraid of giving birth. I'm afraid of being a mom. I'm afraid of buying a house in a crazy market. I'm afraid of having to move back in with my parents at four months pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of fear and what me, maybe what we all need to do is like find that inner safety. Like how can I make myself feel safe through this? How, how can I ensure that I am safe and that I feel safe through this? Cause safety is a perspective. Yeah. And so when we can't control the external, mm -hmm. and uh, can I, I'll use your example of, so when Ashley was discovering and sharing with me about her lack of control around her pregnancy, it was clear to me, okay, she can't control the external, right? It's easy, I'm a projector, human design projector, so it's easier for me to see other people's shit than my own. Mm -hmm. So that'll be a common theme you hear on this podcast. But it's great. It's great. It's, it's a super gift. helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so when she was telling me, like, she basically her problem is lack of control, right? In this experience, and she can't control the external. Our power is then in okay, what can I control? What can I do to prepare myself for the greatest blessing, right? What can you do that's fully in your control? So then I had suggested, okay, well, I'm big on miracles. I am here for miracles. I know shit can change any single moment. So I'm like, Joe Dispenza's work. Mm -hmm. If y'all aren't on Joe Dispenza's work, you need to be on it. It's amazing. Quantum physics, natural healing, like all these things. That's what she can do, right? She could talk to her, the spirit of her baby. She could talk to her guide. She can meditate and visualize and access different states of higher states of consciousness that are healing and that can provide miracles and in my case it's like okay what can i do to make enough money to be able to buy a new apartment right what can i do to make enough money to potentially get a car right even though cars are super ridiculously priced i don't even know if i want one right now no i do want one i'm like god, <laughs> god please give me a car um, like, what can I actually do that's in my control rather than, like, whining and, like, waiting to be saved and, like, feeling helpless, right. powerless, the, that word powerless. Mm -hmm. Like, what can I do for my health around COVID, right? If I'm going to be scared, I better not be fucking drinking soda. Mm -hmm. I drink soda sometimes, but I'm also not scared of Corona. So, you know, it's like, what can we do that's in our power? And... I think that's been a big thing for me is like feeling helpless, feeling powerless, because 
in most like spiritual teachings they tell you okay well like when you're gonna wait for something to happen they say like wait surrender just surrender surrender just trust have faith in god have faith in god and it's like yes i am doing those things but i feel like there could be more that i could be doing i feel like i'm not taking the reins you know and like yeah that is taking control but like there's something that i can do yeah. You know, like, and I don't know if that's my masculine, like, the but that's not a bad thing, also. Talking, that's like, what can I do for this? Because I can't just sit back and wait for whatever is going to be. Yeah. Be. Yeah. You know, and for me right now, that feels like doing those spiritual practices and taking the time to try to connect with my guides and connect with baby's guides and see what's going to come through. And then at the same time, I am avoiding that when it doesn't feel good for me because I'm scared. Mm -hmm. So it's been a lot of back and forth between those two things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I love that you brought that up because it's like, I think taking control of your inner world and control of your outer world are two different things. The outer world, physicality will never be able to control, ever. Life fucking happens. Shit happens. There are natural disasters. There are illnesses. There are, you know, bad, sad, tragic things that happen. And we can't ever control it. Sorry to be dark with y'all, but, like, it's raw and deep over here. So, <laughs> I, I really think the control of our inner world, and not even control, but the showing up for, the supporting. That's what the true masculine does. He doesn't control. He he supports. He does what he can to support. Um, our inner our inner masculine does this. I'm speaking to. So yeah, I'm curious what threads we can like bring in and like wrap this up and kind of like close it for because I think we're at, yeah three 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 baby. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, look at that. Beautiful. Look at that. Well, I don't feel like it's necessary to preface, but since we've prefaced every other thing, please like God and whatever, like chakras, and else, <laughs> when we're talking about masculine and feminine, we're not talking about men and women. Mm. It's energy. Absolutely. The yang, the yang, you know. Yeah, it's totally energetics. And if you don't know that, you should totally hop in in my new course because I talk all about it. But <laughs> slight plug. But... Yeah, I really think the the collective lesson or thing that we all get to look at right now is where do we not feel safe and where are we controlling because we don't feel safe? And can we turn that control inwards and turn it into our inner power rather than leaking our power and giving it away? Mm -hmm. Do you have any other final things you would add? Yeah, and how can we make ourselves feel safe and grounded and stable? Mm -hmm. You know, and I say that not from an ungrounded place because I'm naturally a pretty grounded being. Like She's grounded as fuck. That's why we get along. Yeah. Because I'm not. <laughs> People, like, we just had a friend come over um, this past weekend. Yeah. And she said, like, you're just, like, so grounded. I Did she like say that? Yeah. She said that. And I'm like, yeah, like, I get that a lot. I'm pretty grounded. But even a very grounded being, I still need to find that stability and safety. Mm-hmm. Grounded isn't safety. It's just, like being with the earth yeah and yeah so I think it's important yeah to find that place in ourselves yeah that makes sense yeah Yeah. to find the root in ourselves and really connect to that and not to open up a bigger conversation but kind of to just touch on it like 
The root is all about like our familial relationships and feeling safe in tribe. So feeling like we belong in tribe. So all of that really roots roots back into like childhood stuff. So if you feel called, just contemplate your childhood and how safety relates to childhood and how safe you felt. Um, if you want an explanation to why you're feeling the way you are now, but truthfully, you can change it without knowing um, sometimes. So yeah, really, really bringing this back together, safety, find safety within yourself. And I want to close out by saying, I'm going to do these more often. This actually is on my first episode because she kind of invited it in a way. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while and Um, First, my boyfriend invited me to do a podcast with him, and I'm still going to. Him and I are going to create one. But then Ashley was like, let's just, like, like you need to start your podcast. You need to do it. And I was like, okay, well, we just had this dope conversation. Let's share it with the world. And this podcast is going to be about anything, everything, raw, deep, human, spiritual, gross, beautiful, just liberating liberating the full life liberating your full just experience here on earth as a soul like shit's fucking hard and also it's fucking beautiful so it's gonna be juicy it's gonna be tar like dark and gross and we're here for it all if you ever want to be featured on the podcast to come on the podcast or to kind of share how you feel about the podcast, DM me on Instagram at royal.feminine. And real quick, Ashley, tell people where they can find you on social media and where they can buy your things. Cool. Well, first of all, I just want to take a moment to honor you. (laughs) Feelings. Yes, and thank you for inviting me on your first podcast episode. Of course. And I encourage this in you, and I've been encouraging you to do this because... Since I met you, you've been one of my greatest teachers, mm-hmm. and I just, you you are the healer. You are the healer, you are the intuitive, and you do the fucking work, and you've just been so inspiring to me and to everybody I know that knows you. So I'm really glad, I'm grateful that you are taking the time and putting out yourself to the world so more people can feel you and experiencing you in this way. Mm-hmm. Because we were talking about the other day that exp- experiential or when you can experience learning through experience, learning, through, learning experience. through experience, I feel like a lot of people can learn through your experience and through your mm-hmm. wisdom. And mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm just grateful for you and I love you mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful that you're my best friend. And yeah, thank so you. That's my love to say. <laughs> um, and listen to her fucking podcast. <laughs> and um, am I allowed to curse? Yeah, I am now. <laughs> Um, and you can find me at Prithivika, um, that's P-R-T-H-V-E-E-K-A.com, or you put an at in front of that on all the social medias. I make crystal jewelry, I create art, sell prints, and I do human design readings and Akasha channeling. And I'd love to create something for you or do a reading for you and so create something for you intuitively to support you in your process for that beautiful yeah that's actually how we met is i fell in love with her jewelry and i met her at one of her markets back when we both lived in orlando so thank you again for sharing this journey for being my friend for being in the lessons the good and the bad and for being on my first podcast episode ever yeah. <laughs>
I love you. I love you too. Bye.